This is Cody Allen's podcast. This is Cody Cast. I can't believe I get to talk to her. I've had the chance to interview Dolly Parton probably about four times now. I think this is my fifth time. Every time I'm blown away by just the magic that is Dolly. She gave a million dollars to Vandy, the Vanderbilt University here in Nashville, one of the places that was working on the research for COVID-19, hoping to find a cure. And because of Dolly's mega donation and the donations of so many people and the hard work of so many scientists and researchers and medical professionals, uh, we're getting closer and closer to that having that vaccine. So um, that, aside from the incredible singer-songwriter, the legacy that she has, let's talk Dollywood. As a kid, I went to a place called Silver Dollar City. It was later bought by Dolly and turned into Dollywood. Uh, and then I went to Dollywood a few years later, and I, I'm telling you, it's incredible. And she's got a brand new Christmas album. I want to get to all that. She's on the line right now. Ladies and gentlemen, Dolly Parton, the one and only. Hi, Cody. Hey, Dolly. How are you? I'm doing great and so excited about the new Christmas album, A Holly Dolly Christmas. Um, yeah, me too. <laughs> um, you've obviously done holiday projects in the past. Um, why was now sort of the right time to do another? Well, I mean, it's the right time to do anything that's fun and uplifting, don't you think? I do. And I think people are not going to get out and, you know, do all the stuff they normally are going to do or would do this Christmas. So I thought I'd, since I had some time on my hands, too, uh, kind of hold up at the house, I'd be creative and inventive and uh, just write some new songs, pick some old classics and get some special people to sing on it and just make it a holly dolly Christmas. So you're saying you're not much of a couch potato during the quarantine, I guess. No, I'm not. I can't, uh, you know, I, I didn't want to panic. I, I always call it a panic-demic instead of the <laughs> pandemic. But I'm careful. We were smart. We were not able to get in there together, you know, doing all these things. So most of the artists that were on it, they recorded their parts from their studios. We conversed back and forth, you know, either on, you know, by phone and uh, Facebooking and emailing and all that. So we got the job done, and we all had a fun time doing it. Gave us all a little something special to do. And you wrote six of the songs on the project, included a few classics, uh, obviously, as well. It's really hard to do a Christmas album, I think, because it's hard to pick and choose which to do. There's so many songs. So how'd you sort of uh, build the, the list? Well, I did definitely want to do uh, some special things. Like one, I chose a, a Christmas classic called I Saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus. I chose that one because of my work with the Imagination Library and my connection with children. So I definitely wanted to put something special, you know, in there with them, which is a great little Christmas song anyway. And then, of course, I did, uh, I always liked the song Holly Jolly Christmas. I used to <laughs> work a lot with Burl Ives on different specials. And so when I got ready to put this together, I was going to record that song. And that's kind of where I came up with the idea when I was doing Holly Jolly Christmas. I was thinking, it's a Holly Dolly Christmas. <laughs> so uh, that kind of lended itself well to that. And uh, and then, like you say, I wrote several that hopefully some of them might become classics. And so we're, we're excited about it. And hopefully it's a good mixture of the old and the new and uh, just some great duet stuff, as you well know. Yeah, let's, done. let's talk about that for a second, because your goddaughter, Miley Cyrus, is on there. Of course, you sing with her dad, Billy Ray. But I think the biggest surprise of all for me when listening was Jimmy Fallon 
I'll... I know, but you know, Jimmy is the one that gave me the idea to choose all these others. He was my very first choice because years ago, a few years back, around the holidays, I was on his show, and he wanted me to sing All I Want for Christmas is You, uh, which is one of his favorite songs, I guess. And I didn't know it well enough to do it, and I didn't want to embarrass myself trying to sing a Mariah Carey song you know, when I didn't even know it. So I said, I'm sorry, Jimmy, I don't know it well enough to do it. And so that always kind of bothered me. So when I got ready to do my Christmas album, I had learned it, though, uh, since then. And I and it just like a light bulb went off in my head. You know, I was going to record it. And I thought, how about I ask Jimmy Fallon? Because I love his voice. He sings with everybody. Yeah. He just does it in a joking way, parodies and all. But I've noticed he has a good voice. So I called him and I said, would you... Uh, be willing to sing on All I Want for Christmas is You. And I told him the story and how, why I learned it. He said, oh, Dolly, I'm not, I don't consider myself a, a real singer. I said, well, I think you have a great voice. I said, would you be willing to try it? He said, well, yeah. If you'll promise me if it ain't good, you won't use it. I said, okay, I promise you that. And so, uh, but he recorded it. I think he killed it. I thought it was yeah. great. One of my favorite things on the whole album. Mine too. I thought, wow, that's Jimmy Fallon singing. It was uh, really yeah. great. Uh, what about uh, working with Michael Bublé, another duet with him, Cuddle Up and Cozy Down? Yeah, well, that was, you know, I wrote that little song. It's the same thing. I didn't, you know, I just, when I wrote it, I had recorded it, and then somebody said, you know who would be great on this? I think it was Kent Wells, mm. uh, the guy, you know, that produced the record my uh, band leader, and uh, I said, well, I guess I can try to see if he would. I said, I don't know if those people like that would want to sing with me. They're not very country. He said, well, I, I bet they would. And so I, I called him, and he said, absolutely, I'll sing on it. I've loved you for years. My grandpa my grandpa loved you. I used to watch you when I was a little boy. Of course, that made me feel about 100. But anyway, <laughs> he said, seriously, I'm a big fan, and I would love to sing. So he did it. And then, of course, you mentioned Billy Ray and Miley. Yeah. They're my they're my God family, and they're just like family to me. So they both were on it. Willie Nelson, as you know, yeah. wrote. Uh, my favorite, one of my favorite classic Christmas songs of all time is Pretty Paper. So I asked him if he'd sing on it. He said, "Oh, you know damn well I'll sing on it with you." <laughs> so <laughs> and so and I'll pick my guitar too. So that was a great joy doing that, you know, with him. And so we just yeah. went down the line, and yeah. I, I did a duet with my brother Randy uh, and my niece Heidi. It's a song I wrote. My brother was our Christmas baby. Randy was born around Christmas so I thought that fit and so we just had a lot of wonderful people all over it. One of my favorite Christmas albums ever was when you and Kenny Rogers sang together. Of course we lost Kenny the the past year. Um, Tell me about maybe one special memory of your friendship with him. Oh well every memory I have of Kenny is special because we were just like we were just a natural team. We were like best friends uh, we were like brother, sister, but we were like best buddies. But I remember one of my greatest joys is when I recorded that album with Kenny, and we did a Christmas special, of course, that year also. But one of my favorites is when we recorded that. It was in July. Mm. That was back when we could, re- you know, record in the real studio with the real musicians, that everybody singing and playing at the same time, unlike this year when we kind of had to sub it out to everybody 
from their own places to put their parts on. But we decorated uh, the studio in Christmas trees, snow, holly, and mistletoe, and we had such fun. And every day we'd, we worked, we'd bring each other a little present wrapped up, and it made it really feel like Christmas. We'd turn the air conditioner down on cold where it felt like it was cold in the room. We wore our little jackets and stuff, and sweaters in the studio. So, But me and Kenny made a lot of a lot of precious memories, and when he died, it was just like I lost a brother. It really was. I mean, it's it's still heavy in my heart. I still think about him. When I do think about him, I just kind of, you know, just kind of gasp and, you know, tears or mm. just that feeling, you know, still rushes over me, but that happens. But he'll always be around for all of us in his great music. One time, Kenny told me that you use a fax machine. Um, and uh-huh. <laughs> so. I got a printer now. Okay. It makes so much fun of me. But I still write my songs on a cassette player. I still write <laughs> my songs longhand on a legal pad. I'm just still an old timer, and he used to always rag me out. You know, I was. I said, "Oh, Kenny." He said, "Well, how am I going to do this? You're going. I can't fax." I said, "Oh, you don't have any trouble finding me when you want something, so don't give me that." <laughs> I, I, I know he's always saying, "Yeah, what about them carrier pigeons?" I said, "Yeah, they're stinking up my bus, but we're all right." <laughs> <laughs> so, do you have a iPhone or any modern technology? Oh yeah, I oh. have a smartphone. I'm not very high tech, but I, I'm totally surrounded in my company with with all of that. So anything I want up, I get it out there, and, uh, but. I don't want to be bothered with all that stuff. I'm not that curious about other people and things. I'm involved in my own work. I call out. I take calls if I want to pick them up, or I'll call back when I got time. But uh, I'm not your I'm not your big high tech girl. Uh, but I'm getting it done. I'm out there all over the place. Oh my gosh, you are. Um, November seventeenth, you're also releasing a book, Song Teller: My Life and Lyrics. So, what would be one surprise from the book? Maybe something we don't know about you. Well, I think there's probably too little surprises all around. A lot of these, of course, everybody knows the songs, but what what makes this book more interesting, I think, is me talking about uh, writing and why I wrote them, where I was in my life and where I was in my mind and my emotional self, you know, at the time when some of these songs were being written and what they were about, what I based them on. So, uh, and there's a lot of, uh, most people have seen most of all the pictures through the years because I've been around a long time but there's a lot of pictures that you know that a lot of the fans have not seen yet and a lot of little stories that they haven't you know heard yet uh, Christmas on the Square as we go back uh, to the new album uh, is one of the songs and also a title of uh, the Netflix movie that you're doing so um, what can you tell us about the movie well, I'm very excited about this movie. I think that it's released, if I'm not mistaken on the date, I think it's the 22nd of November. I okay. believe that's right when it debuts. It's called Christmas on the Square, like you said. I did a, a bluegrass version of it, country bluegrass, on my Holly Dolly Christmas, but the Netflix is a full-blown musical. I wrote all the music. There's 14 original songs in it. Debbie Allen choreographed and directed it, and uh, Christine Berensky uh is stars in the movie and uh, and and Treat Williams, so we've got a great cast. I play an angel, a feisty angel, trying to teach her some good lessons. So I come back as different things. I'm a bag lady, you know, in the early part, and then I, you know, I just kind of come in and out doing doing my special things, trying to change her heart and mind uh, about saving this, you know, little community because uh, she's she's a rich woman and she's selling the town and to build a Walmart type 
thing. Mm. And so the people are trying to save their community. And so it's really a wonderful story. And uh, so I enjoyed writing the music, and I think people are going to live. It's got a lot of dancing and singing, and uh, it's really a full-blown, kind of like a Broadway-type yeah. you know, show. Going back to your first acting job, a nine-to-five I, as a kid, loved that movie. My mom and dad should have known that I wasn't like the other boys because I love that movie so much. <laughs> With these like incredible female heroines. And I had the original motion picture soundtrack album. We just dug it up the other day in an old closet at my mom's old house. And I, oh, I still okay. have, I wore that thing out. I mean, oh, well, good. Well, that, you, can you believe that that's been 40 years? We're celebrating the 40th anniversary this year of 9 to 5 from when that movie came out. And, of course, you know, I wrote the Broadway musical mm-hmm. of 9 to 5, and then it's been all over the world on stage. And I think they're even going to bring it back to the stage, uh, to the States as a stage, uh, traveling it. stage musical. So, anyway, we've been around a long time with all sorts of great <laughs> things. Uh, as we wrap here, a couple Christmas memories first your favorite holiday meal to cook what do you love to make on christmas well we do all the traditional stuff like everybody else uh you know the turkey and dressing sometimes we just bake big fat chickens instead of turkeys <laughs> but uh but we do all the hams and the and the stuff in the mashed potatoes and and the pumpkin and sweet potato pies and all that kind of stuff and we and I make a big pot of chicken dumplings every year my family loves that mama used to make dumplings at Christmas so I still do that in addition to all the other stuff so we just love to laugh sing and and eat like everybody else (laughs) uh when it comes to the Christmas tree going up and all the decorations a lot of people debate when it's appropriate is it after Halloween or maybe Thanksgiving or December or when do you put up the tree I put up my Christmas decorations the day after Thanksgiving okay. uh, when they take down all my fall decorations and celebrate the, you know, Thanksgiving. And then we go right up, put every Christmas thing, because I love Christmas, mm-hmm. in all my houses, even the out, outdoor houses here, like the little uh, pool house or the little playhouses for the kids here on my farm. And so we decorate, and I celebrate Christmas from Thanksgiving until my birthday on the 19th of January. I always make them... <laughs> leave my decorations up until after my birthday because I'm still celebrating. <laughs> and do you have a favorite ornament you put on the tree that's maybe special to in your heart? Uh, not really. We always, you know, we have all kinds of ornaments and there's certain things that we kept over from from our childhood that mama used to make like rag bows and little stuff that when, before we got even electricity or before we had the money to buy real ornaments. We made a lot of you know, our own ornaments and decorated our own tree. Mom was always great with the ribbons and, and rags and cloth. So we still, all of us, have something of mama's from the old days. And so we always put those up. But now they're all, all special. and We have, you know, we just kind of play in all of it. You are super smart and quick-witted still, even as you age. How do you stay so um, tuned in and so articulate or do you read a lot is it just a matter of staying busy how do you stay so on top of things it's all of that i do love to read i'm able to uh i don't watch a lot of television and so i when i do relax i like to just read a good book i just read whatever's out there on the on the you know some of the old classics or something with friends we pass books back and forth but i just i try to stay in tune Always my favorite saying about myself, and it's the truth, I'm as old as yesterday, but I'm as new as tomorrow. I'm I'm lucky enough to have all these 
nieces and nephews that are young and smart and they still love me. They love, you know, being a part of my life and they get all excited when they find stuff, you know, all about me, you know, on, online or out there on, you know, in all that cyber world. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they share that with me. And so I just stay in tune with, uh, just, I just go with the flow. I don't, I don't stress myself out about any of it. I just, I just stay me and just put out there what I feel that I'm I can do and try to hope for the best, pray for the best, and do my best. Um, and thank you for bringing this amazing album in 2020. We all need this kind of joy, and I just love it, and I love you. Well, I love you too, and I wanted to be a part of everybody's Christmas this year. That's why I talked a lot between, you know, like when there were little musical interludes. I talked a lot, so I'd feel like... I was in, you know, people's houses, yeah. you know, saying, hey, don't you just love Christmas? All the toy, you know, this and this. So I did a lot of just, you know, talk and chat to where I felt like that I wanted to be part of everybody's Christmas and it feel like I was one of their Christmas guests. And so uh, that made me feel good to think that I could be in people's homes like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's such a great album, and again, it's bringing a lot of hope, I think, to a lot of people when we all need it. So thank you. Well, good, and Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas, Dolly. Thank you. <laughs> okay, bye-bye, Cody. Oh, my God, Dolly Parton. What is my life right now? Thanks for listening to Cody Cast. Follow Cody right now at Cody Allen on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Hear Cody on hundreds of radio stations every day. And watch Cody on Hot 20 this weekend, Saturday and Sunday at 9 a.m., 8 central on CMT. Bye for now.